What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we are going to be talking to the creative team behind Tales of Nihilism. That's right. We're going to be talking to them, and we're going to we're going to do a little continuation on the Crazy in Ten or Less, where we're going to be talking about winning. So yeah, that's what we got coming up. Stay tuned. Let's get it. <laughs> Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your match, listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer Madena. What's happening, Yay! everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are live. What up, Lou? We are live tonight. It is Tuesday, August 1st. Paul's in the house. And uh, we are chilling once again. We are going to be talking to a uh, couple of indie creators on a book that they put together uh, called Tales of Nihilism, which is actually on Global, uh, Global Comics right yes. now. So you Word. want to check that out. And yes. we're also going to be doing a little Get Your Med segment tonight, so stay tuned for that. But before we do that, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment, share it, share the video, let people know we're here, that we are talking about indie comics, and we are promoting indie creators worldwide. worldwide. What's going on, Sammy? What's going on? What's going on? Let's see. Hold on a second. I got a couple more comments here. Oh, Royals Copoyos in the house. What up, Aníbal? Oh. This is the link to um, the Global Comics um, for Tales of Nihilism. All right. So what's going on? Now I'm getting ready. In a couple of days, I will be at the Denton Comic Art Expo. That's going to be so dope. Yeah, the Denton Comic Art Expo. So I'll be there this weekend. That'll be fun. And then right after that, the following weekend, I'll be at Collected Comics at Irving. Um, was it the, uh, it's a book signing in the mall. Um, they're opening up their newest location. And then uh, you'll see after that, I got College Station uh, Comic Con and then Arlington Comic Fest. So a lot's going on. And um, not only that, bro, not only that, but yo, what's up? There's an in my toilet is on Kickstarter right now, the sign-up page. I'm excited oh, about I that. Like, you launched? I was like, oh, shoot. Nah, the landing page is up. So if you haven't signed up for the landing page, you know, do so. Today is going to be fun. Issue number six, you know, I'm really excited about issue number six. I mean, it's uh, um, it's a, it takes duty to a whole new level, right? You got a whole cast of new characters. You have Brittany. You have Patrick. You know, you have the janitor. You have uh, no boo for you catching ghosts of what we do. You got Agent Doe or hot on duty truck. There's a whole lot going on in this, and this really takes off. So it's really the 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 comedy and the um, the mystery take goes on to a whole another level. I'm really excited about this one. So if you haven't done so already, the link is in the chat. Sign up today for issue number six, which launches October second. We'll be doing it live right here on Cast the Craze. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah, we got that going on. And then uh, the art contest. If you haven't entered the art contest. I've gotten four submissions so far. In order for the contest to be official, to have a winner, I need a minimum of five artist submissions. So um, here are the first three was Dan Barlow. He did uh, Enter the Dragon Duty. Um, you got D. Wayne Doherty. Uh, he got Runaway Duty. And then Jason Sucks. 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 I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Seeks. Anyway, um, I'm killing his last name. But he got uh, Duty in Space, which is pretty dope. And Herman inside the UFO. And then we got the latest submission uh, yesterday um, by uh, Arena. Um, and uh, their Instagram is Art Ken Chen. And there's, um, it looks like it's Poo Poo. 
um, but it uh, looks pretty dope. Um, I'm really digging it. So, so far, uh, four, I got a lot of inquiries um, and some pending there's some pending probably in the chat too. And um, so it's pretty, I'm still, I'm still pending on you up, but you'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I got you pending. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to see everybody's uh, take on duty. Um, so again, remember the, there's two, week, two more weeks left of the contest. Um, it ends, last day to submit is the 15th of August, which is pretty dope. So um, you got till then. And uh, for more information, go to dutiesworld.com dutiesworld.com and um and submit via the website so when you send your submission send it to the website and uh just follow the instructions you can either do duty or duty in one of the characters just you know try to capture the essence have fun make it funny um and it doesn't matter what medium you choose as long as it's not ai it's got to be your art your you know you can't be using any computer generated stuff stop acting up but yeah so that's that's, that's what's going on here in the house of craze nothing much just working grinding behind the scenes what's going on with you bro I know you just came back from uh, Terrificon. Yeah, yeah. No, you just mentioned AI. I, Philip Russert, who was actually at Terrificon, he posted something up today about Kickstarter is now asking that if you are going to have any AI, that you credit the source or where you got it from or something like that. I guess Good. They're trying, they're trying to cover there. But the question is, how do you know? How do you know where that's coming from? How do you know where, you know, who to credit? It's AI. It's it's artificial tech. It could have been anybody's art. Word. When you get that information, when you do it. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I was at uh, I was at at TerrificCon this weekend with uh, with the fellas. Uh oh, Stephen. Oh, look at that. Here we go, August first. Uh, you're not late. You got two weeks, bro. Oh, you extended it. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. August fifteenth. Nice. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So we were out in uh, Connecticut. At Mohican Sun, I was out there with uh, Mr. Nice. who's on the uh, program right now. And like, yeah, I was out there with Mr. Jonathan Syfax. Uh, we rolled up together. We rolled up together. I rolled up with uh, with Johnny, and then uh, Aniba met us up there. And uh, we met some, you know, some of the some of our buddies up there. Big shout out to uh, KJ Murphy who was out there, and uh, as was Hector Rodriguez, John Escobals, and the they squad, bro. Yeah, they the were out squad. there. Killing Jay and DeSantis. Big shout out to Damn. him, Philip Bustard. Was out there. He was walking the floor. He was I doing know. his thing. So yeah, it was a good time, man. We had a good time. It was fun. It's always that's uh, the only thing I miss about being out there is the squad, right? Because like yeah, man. that's what we grew up with. All, all those names, you know, we rose in the ranks yeah. together. You know, yeah, so that yeah. that's what I miss. I don't miss Anibal's car breaking down, but I, I do miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had a, a little a little car issue. <laughs> this is like deja but, vu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were. I was just telling. We were, I was telling you this morning. We were talking about that when when that was going on. We remembered the time we went to the Frazetta Museum. Yes. And how this is how long ago this was. The car broke down, and we had we didn't have cell phones at the yeah. time to call for help. So we had to walk a few miles to the like a like a pizza shop or something to use yes. a payphone. That's how long ago that was. <laughs> Wait, wow. wait, hold on. Wait, Lou says, um, I needed the art competition extension. I've got issues. I got you. I got you. Um, uh, I met they, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, I saw that photo that you posted. That's pretty dope. I watch his videos all the time on YouTube. Sam is my wife's car. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the first. That's the third. Remember when we were at the, I think it was um, Wizard World Philly. Was it Wizard World Philly where the, the, the car? broke down and you guys we had the we hood had open and, yeah to, yeah remember we had to push it so push it. It. yeah, yeah I remember that, that was the actual first time before frazetta yeah 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 holy cow dude. yeah we, did. <laughs> we were pushing like why did why, why did it break down i don't even know what happened yeah we were pushing the car i remember that blame the <laughs> wife <laughs> you always have to have 50 cents on you at all times just in case yes man just in case yes. just in case yeah because they were a quarter and they went to 50 but yeah, yeah we so didn't we, have phones we had to go hootie hoo yeah i don't know you might have not have been there i know john oh no, was it wasn't that it was it was um it was uh um, was it nunez no it was you me john and john um was there. No, john was yeah. it nunez i thought it was um what's his name um tracy the other alfred oh, maybe i think it was tracy alfred maybe maybe yes yeah, yeah yeah yeah. oh man good times yeah dang i don't remember that one yeah no i think yeah no i gotta saying, go back in my pictures in the archives because i got the picture with um you're going like this and johnny's looking in the hood uh with the hood pop open controversial <laughs> picture yes yes i do remember this yeah Wizard I, World. I, I don't remember why love, it broke down we used but to love wizard world bro yeah i think that's when we um I mean, that's what well, that was one of the last, I think, appearances that Michael Turner 
uh, did at the show. Yes, he well, did he an art demo panel. Yeah, he had an art demo. Yeah. He he gave away some uh, some of his art at that time. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was drawing um what Soulfire. Soulfire. They were they were yes. giving away free issues of Soulfire at the time. Yeah. That was at the very beginning of Aspen. Yes, because I think that's when we took um Tracy to uh Denny's for the first time. Remember he ordered three breakfasts? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, I never seen it. I thought he was like a competition. He, he had three he breakfasts and everyone was staring at us and he ate everything and he drank all the juices and he drank all his water. Yes. Homer yes. toasted the backseat of the car. Then when we got to the con, we lost him for an hour because he was going, he was in the bathroom getting rid of all of it. Had, <laughs> it to, like, had to make some room. It was like, yo, where Tracy go? Had to make some room, dog. His his response was he didn't he didn't know when he would ever get back to a Denny's, so he wanted to have as much as he could. <laughs> I was like, what are you a hamster? You're just like stuffing it on the side cheeks. Big <laughs> shout out, big shout out to Tracy Alford. What's it? What's his website? Tracy Alford World. Alford World dot com. Alford World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that. There you go. Oh, Johnny. Johnny, you remember that, don't you? Yes. The pushing of the car. Hell yeah. yeah. I saw the photo um, of Johnny playing pool at Terrific Con. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we had a, we, we went down. That was, that was during lunch. That was during yeah, lunch. That. Yeah, that was a good time. Man. That was good I was time. living through your photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that show is a really good show to do. Like as a, okay. So as a, as a person just to go, just going to see the show. If you're ever like, man, what, what show should I go check it out? As a fan, Terrific is a really good show. And not just because of the convention, but because it's in the middle, it's inside the casino. So like if you get bored or if you get hungry, it's not like you have to go outside of the building and you parked your car. You got to find another place. No, you got to walk across the street. No, everything is inside. So and there are plenty of places to eat. I mean. Gets a little expensive. I think we spend most of our money on food. <laughs> we spend because oh, especially so, the way Johnny eats. Well, not John. <laughs> this one, so, so Aniva had a comment in there about every two hours. So Aniva, yeah, tell about He was Aniva had to eat every two hours because he's bulking up. He's trying to. Oh, he is this? He's working yeah. at the guns. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So he had to eat every two hours. So every two hours, we were like, "You what? You guys want to grab something to eat?" Okay, <laughs> and we would go out and grab something to eat. So that at the there's, there was a place right downstairs, right outside, downstairs, <laughs> right downstairs. There was like this nice, like almost like an arcade kind of thing, and they had a pool table, they had bowling alley there, wow. banging music. The music was great. The food was, you know, it was good. It was decent, and so we hung out there for like a couple of hours, and then went back to the convention. So. As a as a as a con goer, it's great. You know what I mean? Hey, what up, D? Yeah. We're just talking about you. Be, uh, We're just talking about scenes, you behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, man, it was it was good. It was a good time. It was a good time. And as a vendor, I mean, the guys seem to be having having a good time. Oh, we saw Johnny C. Johnny C. was there. Yes, yes, yeah. He had like a whole restaurant going Bro, in his booth. The <laughs> setup. Like, I was John, like, Yo. Shout out to Johnny C. Man, his setup. He's got so he's got a. a, a a coffee, I guess there's there's a there's a coffee um shop in in his book, uh Surrounded by Death. Surrounded by Death is the name of the book. And there's a you know, there's a coffee shop inside the book. And so he recreated the coffee shop I know. at the convention and he, he was selling his coffee. Level. Bro, yes. he was selling the coffee, and the coffee's really good, by the way. Five dollars for a cup of coffee. I know was he Starbucks? Hey, listen. Good lord! Hey, hey, hey the inflation. People, well, listen, it worked. People were coming to the coming to the uh to his booth every Damn. five minutes looking this for a cup the, of coffee uh, in a booth. Uber or coffee. <laughs> he did it. He was doing it. He killed it. And he had just come off of uh of San Diego Comic Con. Damn. Yeah, no, he yeah, he's got <laughs> a he's got a travel agenda. I mean, yeah. I think. I think the one person that probably hasn't beat with a convention appearance is Jam DeSantis. I think he's doing oh, like Dan, 40 shows Dan this year. He's doing his thing. Yeah. He's, I was like, yo, dude. He's, got, he's doing uh, Fan Expo next weekend, Boston, the Boston show. So Damn. is John. Big shout out to Johnny Syfax, who's in the who's in the chat. He's going to be at uh, Boston, Fan Expo Boston next weekend. So check him out over there. He's going to have his books out there. But, um, but yeah, bro, it, it was a good weekend. It was a really, really good weekend. I was there. You know, we were just chilling. And uh, buying comics and, you know, checking out the local artists. We met a few artists. Who, do you, who did I get a signature from? Um, no, I had a buddy of mine was getting signatures from everybody. Chris Claremont was there. Oh, man, Chris Claremont was there. He signs my buddy's, you know, uh, X-Men 141. Signs it in this, like, pink marker. It looks really cool at the bottom. My friend forgets that oh, it's no. not dry yet. 
Oh, he no. slides it into oh. the thing. The whole thing gets oh. speared, bro. Oh. He was like, God. Now he's going to have to find another 141. <laughs> Luckily, oh. so we're, go we're going to Baltimore Comic Con in a couple of months. In September, actually next one, September, September 8th and 9th. And Chris is going to be there. So I don't know if he's going to be able to get another comic for him to sign. But yeah, Damn. dude, he forgot to do the blow it and. When, yeah, when I when I would sign the comics, I would just leave them on the table for leave a couple them. of minutes before I actually. Oh, that's hard. That's the thing. So he had five or six books to sign, and there are oh. people behind you. You know what I mean? So you feel a little pressure to try to get out of there as soon as possible. Pepper spray, bro. Pepper yeah. spray. Back up. Back <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like this is my time. Yeah, yeah. It's my time. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> too too bad, but it was. You know, the, the, the signature got smeared. Yeah, that's that so, yeah. So that 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 sucked. But yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna do Baltimore, but I pulled out of it because of um, you know, uh, Puerto Rico killed my bank. So I was like, ah, I'm not doing it because it's just trans transporting all that stuff. That's why I'm staying local. I mean, just shipping everything is cost so much money, and I was like, now nah, forget it. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, but I wanted to do it because I saw the photo from last year. It's like, yo, I gotta be there. Yeah, no, that's a good show too, man. That's a good show. I know that the, I went there a couple of years ago, and uh, the line was weird. Ridiculous. I mean, it, it was it was like post pandemic. Obviously, it was like a year or two after the pandemic. Um, so the so the lines were still very long because they had to do all the testing and they had to wear masks and all that stuff. So it was it took a long time to get in. But um, but yeah, it's uh that that's a good show to do. That's a good show to do. Yeah, but before yeah. we, we did in, that, we did that back in the days. Yeah, we did. And we were talking about so okay. So we were talking about this before we go into the get your message. Yeah, we were talking about this with the guys. I know we did Bethesda. Remember the SPX? Uh huh. We did you that. guys, you guys did XPX. You didn't do that. No. So you did Baltimore. Right? I did Baltimore Comic Con. It was oh a time goodness. when they had to open up late. Something happened. I don't know if it was the weather or something happened. So then the promoters got us Ooh. all McDonald's breakfast. Um, well, they got us McDonald's sandwiches. Remember, um, the 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 mayo in the sandwich did something nasty to my yeah, stomach. I was like, dude, oh, I remember. <laughs> I was like, you go. It was over. <laughs> you in your stomach issue. I was like, they got me. They got me. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's I remember that. But that that what that stood out to us. I was like, yo, the promoters said, you know, they felt bad because they were opening up late. Something happened. I don't know if it was weather. Something happened. And uh, so they just bought everybody breakfast. Oh, it was lunch. It was like big McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, because Jonathan said that you had I, – I didn't – I thought you did Bethesda. Which one was the one Sam had set up in, in – I don't know, like five of them? How many Roach Motels? No. Oh, no. ZoloCon. ZoloCon was the crack house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was that, that was horrible. That was the murder. That was the murder hotel. That was the one with the blood on the wall, and, and it was like stains everywhere. And, oh, and then we opened up the doors, and a swarm of insects flew in. It was just horrible. It, it was like smoke like, in there, like they had it's like Blair smoke. Witch Project over there. It was horrible. Oh, yeah, it was. Bad. Hey, but that fried chicken. <laughs> Yo, no, but not only that. That convention was good, bro. That was a good one. It was Zolo a fan. I did. I killed it there. I don't even know when ZoloCon is now because they move it all the time. I gotta, yeah, it's I usually in the it. winter. It's like usually the begin the the towards the middle or end of the winter. Yeah, I think last yeah. year was in March. Yeah, yeah, that no, was a good one. It was a good one. Anyway, all right, all right. Let's all right. let's get to business. Let's I get think to business. Time that we in, get our meds. Yes, enough from medicine. Yes, I just gotta find it again. Oh, there it is. <laughs> let's talk about winning some more oh yeah so for those who don't subscribe to the channel and you should yeah what's up with that sammy what's up with, <laughs> what's that? Up with that what's up sammy does a thing called the crazy 10 or less that was also where we sold what was it the street journal what that was also where we sold street journal behind is that, the is that yeah we were talking about that is that where that happened because i thought it was in san diego that's what i thought i, I thought, think it was baltimore it was Baltimore. Yeah. Look at you guys. Look at the brain on you guys. Yo, I got the photos. <laughs> well, that's see, you, you got photographic uh, evidence. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so Sam does a thing called the Crazy Ten or Less, and this week on the Crazy Ten or Less, he was talking about winning. Yeah. And what does winning mean to you? Now, winning, and you went into the whole thing, and you guys should watch it. It's a it's, it's a good episode. It's a little 10, 10 quick, fifteen. About ten to fifteen minute episode. It's and, approximately ten and a half minutes. Yeah, and you were talking. <laughs> you were talking about about yeah. winning. So I figured, you know what? Let, let, let's let's continue the conversation. And for those watching, obviously, you guys who are in these, what does winning mean to you? Because I think, whereas in sports, which I'm a big fan of, winning is whoever wins the game at the end is victorious, and that is a win. And the person who doesn't is, you know, loses. That's a loss. You know, um, when it comes to indie creating. 
I, I guess there's a, there's a different set of rules and winning is different for everybody. So go ahead, Sam, go, go, go into what your, your point was, and then we can discuss it a little more. The, 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 the topic was triggered by a question um, that I was asked about, um, because I was talking about some of the challenges and, and all that stuff. And they were like, you know, if it's so difficult, why do you still do it? You know, you know, why do you Just keep people, people that, you know, yeah, Just... people I know. And, uh, and I was like, well, it ain't over until I win. Right. And that was my mindset. And winning for me is achieving a goal that I set for myself. Right. That's my measurement of winning for me. It isn't like <clears throat> it, it isn't like for me, I, how I, I, I conveyed it was having international distribution for my books. Right. And starting domestically and then creating a demand where it can be translated and go global. That's winning for me. And that's just that's in the publishing aspect. And that's what I want to accomplish. I want kids to be able to go and pick up my book at the bookstores. You know, people walking into a comic shop and say, yo, I'll get to get the next issue of Disney on my toilet, whatever. That for me is winning. That's my measurement. So that's why I keep doing it. That's my motivation. That's my drive. Um, so but winning for everybody is going to be different. You know, it's it's that measuring stick that you set for yourself. It isn't what somebody else is 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 is, is um, measuring you on. It isn't about their expectation of you. It's about what you want for yourself, and that's the way I look at it. And that's my definition of winning for me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that winning, you know, it, it it's different. It's different for everybody, and I think it starts for me personally. It depend. It, it it goes project by project. So right now, obviously, Wonder Duck is is a completed project. Like very much like you, Sam. I'd love to see that in every bookstore. I'd love to, you know, have people read it like, like, like crazy. I'd love to see a cartoon out of it, right? If that gets, if I accomplish that, that's winning. Not doing that right away doesn't mean losing. It just means I haven't won yet, right? So it's still, it's right. a work in progress. Right now, um, and big shout out to Hades who's who's watching. I don't know if he, he's still watching, but he's got um, Ace Up Imagination. He's got a platform called the. He's killing it. Yeah, anyoneworld.com. Yeah. Uh, Russ 537 right now is on that platform digitally. You guys can pick up the book there. That was a win for me because more eyes are being put on that book. That is Russ 5377. That's a win for me. I'm currently writing another book that I just finished the, the script on that book. I finished that script. It was a goal I set. That's a win for me. So everything you do, every, every, every milestone you hit, you got to look at that as a win because yeah. you because if you don't, you're going to beat yourself up. You're going to feel like you're a loser and you're not. You're just, who is yeah, it? Yeah, we just have to understand that this joint takes time. This isn't an overnight thing. You know, you hear about overnight, you know, sensations and things like that. Those people probably were grinding for a while before anything happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Winning flashbacks. Um, so what is losing? I'm still up. There you go. There you go, Hades. Uh, that's an easy answer for me. Being true to my voice and stories unapologetically with bravery and doing what I love with people I love and making a peaceful, comfortable, and or wealthy financial life doing it. That's winning for, for, uh, for uh, Johnny. Yeah. So what? Oh, wait, oh, everybody. Winning for me. <laughs> yeah. Take the book. Goals. 10-episode animated series. Bam. Bam. Yeah. That's nice. Bigfoot knows karate duties crossover. Yo, big right? shout out to Jeff. <laughs> knows karate. So, all right, so that's winning. So Aniba asked a good question. What's losing? What is losing? For me, losing is giving up. Yeah. That's that that's it. You know, no one, no, it isn't somebody else or a circumstance or a situation, because ultimately the decisions you make will determine your fate, right? And it's your motivations and, and your persistence and the courage that you have. Johnny said courage, right? The courage that you have to fight through adversity, keep, you know, keep pushing ahead. And I think for me, it's giving up is the only measurement of losing. And I'm not built that way, which I'm stubborn. And, and as long as I have breath and I'm able to create, I'm going to create. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think, yeah, definitely uh, the quitting, quitting on yourself. Um, losing is the day you quit. That's right. Quitting is that, that's it. That, that's what losing is. You only lose when you quit. Um, no one can beat me, but me. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And we can't listen. And, and we, we have so much control over the output, over what we create. We have so much control because there isn't anybody telling us when to do it, how to do it. You know what I mean? How long to do it. 
we have all of that control. And some of us don't realize how much control we have. And I think we get in our own way sometimes. We're our own worst enemies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are days when you don't want to do this, man. There are days when you wake up and you're like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm yeah. not seeing anything. There's no progression. Nothing's happening. I, why am I doing this? But you have to pick yourself up and say, man, you know what? You know, and you know what's happened sometimes? Sometimes it's a message. Sometimes it's a comment. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's some, like you said the other day, you got a message from somebody who said, yo, I love your book. I got, I picked it up at this convention or whatever. Mm -hmm. I read it. I love it. When's the next one? You know what I mean? Or, and Dan's right now, much like you are, Dan is doing a, uh, he he has a competition right now, a contest, an art contest. I'm sure getting some of those submissions in the morning is, is motivation to get up and keep doing it. You know, we were talking to the guys, uh, we were talking with the guys about, you know, about creating and, and, and what we have to do. And, and it is. And I think, I think it helps when there are things like this, where yeah. there are shows like this, when you have people around you that are creative, that you can, you can kind of talk shop with, you know yep. what I mean? That you can kind of like just shoot ideas back and forth. It's like going to a gym with a buddy who likes to work out. Yeah. You guys do the same thing and you guys motivate each other. I, I'll be helps. honest with you right now. I mean, even like with anything, like when I see Paul, <clears throat> how, how aggressive he is on social media, Right. That's inspiring. Right. When I see when I see Dan Price on social media, when I saw him pull out that belt. Right. I was like, oh, that's that, that, that was sick. When I saw um, what's his name? Um, we were just talking about him with the coffee. I saw Johnny that C. Johnny C. I saw his booth. Set up. I was like, yo, he took it to another Bro. level. That inspires me. You know, so for me, it's like you know, I, I look to what's happening around me to get inspiration you know I, I was telling you i was stuck the other day and I, I didn't have anything to draw i wanted to draw but i had I, I had brain fart and then i just saw i went um dan post on social media and then i was like oh i'm gonna draw bigfoot and duty right it just came out of the blue and i think you're always gonna have those moments of doubt you're always gonna have those moments of uncertainty i mean i had that when i was in puerto rico comic and i'm sitting there everything's going against me nothing's working oh. and i muscled through it and i still have people today who still follow me on social media, buy my books, connect with me from being there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think, you know, it, it, but that was the, that was my motivation, right? That, that got me out of the funk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're always going to get into a funk. We're always going to doubt ourselves because you got the people around you saying, yo, how much money are you invested in that stuff? When are you going to get a return on your investment? Why are you wasting your time? Look at all the hours that you're putting into it. You're not making any money off of it. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Right. And you're like, shut up. Right. And you just want to focus on what you want to do. And I think you just got to drown out the noise, get go into that think tank and just grind. Yeah, man. And just you know, keep doing your thing. Sam, you got to wear the belt next time. I see you. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thanks. Oh, that's good stuff. That was a great piece of Oh, thank thing. you, Lou. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh yeah, no, I mean, listen, that that's what it is. There, there, there's so many negatives, there's so many things that can deter you from, from your goal. That you gotta kind of focus and 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 catch the little wins, man. Little wins at a time. Uh, regroup, rethink in a few bits, and did just that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was talking yeah. to Hades about a show he went to this weekend, and it was a complete, you know, mess. And and that's gonna happen. There are gonna be shows, dude, where you're like, yo, what the hell am I doing, dude? Like, what is going Word. on? So that's we are gonna have those, but we gotta focus on those on the small goals, those those little wins, man. Yeah, last wins. year in Texas, I did a few shows that I didn't repeat this year, right? Because yeah. I was like, it's that's not my venue. I'm not gonna go in and, and invest to do the, we have the same result, right? And I found some venues that I did really well, um, which mm-hmm. is the one I'm doing this weekend, right? And not only that, they're promoting my appearance on social media. Not only that, they gave me a prime location, a bigger space because of my appearance last year, right? And so those are the shows that are most important. So that validates, you know what I'm saying? When when you have a convention promoter appreciate what you do and go out of their way to help you and create some some buzz around you, that's freaking amazing. I'm like, all right. Those are the shows you invest in. You know yeah. I mean? Those are the shows. yeah. I mean, the whole point of going to on these shows and going and just walking the floor for me is just to see, is this worth doing next year? Is it worth the $400, the $350, you know, the 250 whatever it is, 285 yeah. the, the tables are expensive. They're not cheap. They're not so paid. is it worth sitting, you know, doing it, doing it next year? So a lot of it is that. It's just like a little recon. Hopefully... You know, I, I, I see something I like. I, I book a table and, and and I see the same results that, that I that I watch as I walked around the year after. But you don't know. It's a gamble, right? It's you never gamble. know. And, yeah, and I think that, yeah, it it's cyclical. Out. 
I mean, for me, I'd rather do um, smaller shows where where it's not dominated by enough. No, I love you guys, cosplayers, but it's not dominated by cosplay and and celebrities. That's really artist focused and and, and independent focused. Um, I did a show last year that was supposed to be indie friendly. And it was all vendors. It was all toy vendors and Funko Pop vendors and all these other things. And 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 artists were scattered throughout the place. There wasn't an artist pit. And so I was like, and so it was difficult because everyone's collecting. It was all a collector show, basically. Um, and so we were an afterthought. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Right. But you yeah. live and you learn. Yeah, no, no, no. And before we bring in our guests, because we want to wrap this up a little bit. I know the guys are yeah. probably in the background. Um, I want to just give a shout out to Gleason, who, speaking of conventions that are good for indies, Plastic City Comic-Con yeah. is coming. And that's a one-day show, August 19th. It's in Massachusetts. So if you guys are in the Northeast and want to check out a show, a one-day show, definitely check out yeah. Plastic City. He's got a really cool promo that he's going to be releasing soon. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Check out. Uh, next year, brother. I'm doing Comic Palooza next year. So oh, nice. we need to hang out. Awesome, awesome. What was the comment about Plastic City that came up? I he says he says that's supposed to be the point of Plastic City Comic Con. Oh yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, See yeah. That? Steve, you guys Steve were on the same wavelength, man. Steve you said the same wavelength. All right, all right. So that we're right. at that moment where we're going to bring in our guests. Um, so let's do this. What's up, fellas? There they are. Hey, hey. hey how's it going? Going on. Good, good, good. Welcome. Welcome to Catch the Craze. Thank you for coming on. Great to be no here. Problem. Yeah, glad awesome. to be here. Awesome. So really quickly, before we get into your, your, your kick-ass book, introduce yourselves. I'll start with you, Stephen, and just introduce yourself to the audience, and then we'll go with you, Joe. All right. Hey, I'm uh, Stephen. Um, I was uh, born in dallas texas so you know it's always like my dad told me uh he's like son it's not that you uh have to root for the cowboys you get to root for the cowboys <laughs> good man <laughs> yeah. and i'm i'm a ut fan as well so that tells you what colors i rap you know in the, nice. in the texas area there that's funny. nice but uh you know i've i've moved around a lot uh i'm kind of got like a whole bunch of gypsy blood in me i've been to about 30 different countries, lived in five different countries. Uh, you know, I was in the army for 10 years, uh, army infantrymen. Uh, I did a year and a half in Iraq, uh, wow. got shot over there, Jeez, all that fun man. stuff. So dude, thank you it, for your service, Steven. Thank you very much, yeah, man. Appreciate yeah, you. no problem, man. It, it's just, you know, 18 didn't know what to do. And, and you know, you there it went. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I've done a lot of different jobs. I've worked in the oil field. I've worked as an EMT. I've, you know, all over the place doing construction, you know, anything that you could think of. And, and like the one baseline I've always had is, you know, I've always been a creative artistic person, you know, like mm. a storyteller type individual. And I've always been like a doodler, a sketcher, you know, yeah. just in my free time. And, uh, you know, any moment I got, even in Iraq, I'm sitting here like, drawing like a combat monkey on my freaking turret shield and stuff. Yeah, and, right. you know, so that, you know, that, that's a part of me that I guess for a better, you know, decade, I, I haven't really leaned into and I haven't really, uh, you know, given that part of me something to breathe. And I've really reconnected with that since I got out of the army, you know, I hit my 10 years. Uh, I, I had like injured myself, done like 30 different parachute jumps had had wow. a few concussions and uh Ooh. tore my acl so Ooh. i was like yeah i can't i can't keep up anymore i've hit my 10-year mark it's like do i keep doing this or get out and i decided you know hey it's it's time to cut ties and then from there you know you have that existential crisis of like well what do i do now <laughs> you know and then though yeah i do have a day job and whatnot but that that creative part of me uh, just really hadn't been fed in so long. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just sat down one day, started watching Bob Ross videos again and like Bob painting Ross. and stuff. Good old Bob. Good old Bob. <laughs> and it, it just all came flooding back. And it's like, Hey, th this is what, you know, you used to do all the time. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, well let's get back into this and see where it goes. You know? 
Great stuff, brother. Good stuff. And and what about you, Joe? Just introduce yourself. Yo, man, fucking Midwest, Indiana. Just pretty much a, you know, from childhood bohemian, pretty much doing what I want to do. It's like I hate being introduced after Russell because fucking war hero <laughs> want to be over there. I'm like, I'm just like this hippie over here, you know. <laughs> just fucking like, I mean, I didn't, um, like, I didn't even grow up with comics around myself. Shockingly, like my hometown no. didn't have them. I was all cartoons and video games, you know, but. Yeah. After like college and everything, just kind of like, who am I? What am I doing here? Right. These parties aren't really doing it anymore. <laughs> I was like, I want to fucking really do something, you know? And that's actually how I met Russell. I was just doing a call out online. He's like, I want to make something cool. It's like, good. Because I don't want to pay these other assholes bills. <laughs> Let's just do something <laughs> together. So you, so you're the, so, so the, the, uh, the tales of uh, nihilism are, is that your brainchild? That is your, I am the script writer and literary. It is actually the the project itself is both of ours. We presently have been gotcha. doing Russell's brainchild, the ballad of Philip Kirshner, but uh, cool. all those comic strips, I wrote every single one of those. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but yeah, very interesting uh, backgrounds. And hey, listen, Joe, you're 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 selling yourself a little short there. I'm sure there are there are plenty of things going on uh, in your neck of the woods, especially you, you talk about there were no comic book shops and you were all about the all about the cartoons. That, that was me too, dude. Like I started, I didn't start reading comics till I was like maybe a teenager. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I grew up with them, but you fall in love with this stuff and now you just want to tell your own stories. It was uh, pretty great. I mean, I was, I was studying game design in college and it's oh, just like, okay. I, don't, I don't like this because like you got to be a programmer even though they say otherwise. Right, right. We went to uh, the Ohio GDEX and it was a it was at a massive convention hall that had its own comic book shop. And they're like, "Hey Joe, you want to check out the comic book shop?" I'm like, "Sure, why not?" And I was like, "What the fuck is this place? This is amazing." <laughs> and I've been a different person ever since. That's all it does. Is it just takes that one little thing, right? Oh man! But so so Steve, let's let's, let's talk to you a little bit about your art uh, background. It, it, did you go to school for art, or is this something that you kind of just learned on your own? absolutely no art schooling whatsoever so uh the closest thing i have to art education was i think uh, you know fourth or fifth grade i picked up stan lee's how to draw superheroes and Mm. read it from front to back and copied every single thing in there i possibly could (laughs) did it help did it help you you oh yeah absolutely like you know (laughs) before then um you know, I guess growing up, you know, uh, I was born in 85. So I'm in that era of like, they joke like, Hey man, you're the, you're the iPhone or the iPad generation. And I'm like, man, I had gone to Iraq before the iPhone even came out. So I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) You know, I grew up and it was like, Hey, you can play checkers or jacks and, you know, here's some paper. Your parents will throw some paper at you and be like, just go draw something, get out of my face. You know? <laughs> and I, you know, I doodle and draw and just kind of do like shapes and, and all of that. And uh, I definitely read comics, you know, everything that I could get my hands on uh, Garfield, you know, and then Marvel, DC, Superman, Spider-Man, all those. And, it, it was just like when I picked up that book, all of a sudden it was like, hey, this is how you can actually like take what's in your brain, put it down here. Here's like basics on how to do form, function, light, shadow, you know, just these small things. And that was enough to be like, oh, OK, now I'm drawing and like this looks like a person. Oh, OK. You know, and then just like start going from there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. What, what about you, Joe? Same, same, same question. Any any formal you know, writing classes, you know, creative writing courses, anything like that that you took growing up? The closest thing was at the end of college, basically, you know, like mm-hmm. game design, 3D animation, 2D animation. It's just like, no, no, no. It's like, I can't think like this. I can't think, mm-hmm. you know, it's like there's too much, like, got to spend 10,000 hours on one drawing. It's like, I, you know, I want, I want the scene to move and all this. And like, you know, it's just me and some friends are just hanging out and they're like, hey, Joe, what if you just like wrote it all down? It's like, well, I've been doing that since high school. I never really thought about that. <laughs> so, like, it's like it's too late to switch your major, Joe. But add on a minor, it's like sure. And it's like you know, the three script writing classes teach you the same thing. But it's like you nice. get really good at that same thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and was it is that how you guys kind of because you linked up and you decided to write this book? 
how are your scripts written so that Steve can draw them? Are they done? Like, you know, you talk about the Marvel way, the DC way, and the Marvel way being, hey, this is what's happening in this on this page. Draw it. Or do you break it down into panels like the DC way does, where it's like panel one, panel two, panel two, uh, panel three, and things like that? I made my own format, actually. Like, oh. I, I learned the comic book thing. It was, um, I think it was comic experience that had a template. I saw, like, Stan Lee's, like, you know, Fantastic Four number one used the same format. I was like, this format feels good, but then you read it and it doesn't feel good anymore. So I came up with you just have two bulleted lists side by side. And it's like each one says each panel, you know, so it actually looks like what the page would look like. Left page, right page and all that. You know, if this is a spread page, you merge them together, you know, hmm. and that's essentially just like how I'm able to dictate how the scene should work. So like when you turn the page, big explosion or something like that. Right. Otherwise, I know, like, I need room for dialogue here. Oh, I have room over there, so I'll just move the panels around. Interesting. And so does that work for you, Stephen? Like, is that is that something that you can, you kind of, like, you look at the script and you're like, oh, okay, this works for me? Oh, yeah. And and he's really good about, you know, um, keeping things really open. So, you know, we'll we'll start going into things. And we started from, like, the most broad outline possible for the entire story. And just, like, as we started doing issues and, and getting down into things with the nitty gritty, then you start refining it. And, you know, mm-hmm. after, you know, probably about two or three issues doing it, we're almost on the same like mindset when it's nice. like, okay, Hey, you know, this is, this is where this is going. I need you to write a scene uh, for this. This is the concept for it. And then he's just like, takes it there and bam, you know, has it all in there nice i'm like hey, i need you to draw two more panels so that this transformation sequence makes sense you know yeah and he's like no problem and it's like dude this is better than i thought it would be <laughs> that's yeah. cool man that's cool i like when it works out like that so t- t- tell us a little bit about tales of nihilism like where did it come from like the idea what what, what is it what is it about like people who are watching it's like well okay well what do you guys do all right well th- this is the funny story <laughs> so that man story yeah yeah <laughs> So, so all of this got conceived uh, from me and my wife playing uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. We're just sitting around playing this video game. And um, I was like playing Batman and I go down in through the sewers and I look around and all of a sudden, like over to the left in these sewers, I see this opening into the police precinct. And in that room is the police server room. And I was just like, it immediately took me out of the whole thing. I was like, wait a minute. Like a server room has to be kept at like 50 degrees, like dry, you know, <laughs> like there's no possible way this can work. And, and so like, once I noticed that, then we just start going around the whole game. And funny enough, we're just like pointing out like OSHA violations with all the buildings and stuff. <laughs> OSHA violations. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, where's the city inspector for this? Like, where's where's this person? Like, what what part of this you know is working in this society? How do these people function at so he all? He is military. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, they just clicked in. Yeah, but that that started the whole like premise because I was already drawing and I'm already like, you know, trying to figure out a story to create. And then I was like, wait a minute, what, what if I take this to like, it's most, you know, insane possible meticulous like level that I can Mm. and then tell a story about what it would really be like to live in a world of superheroes and just how awful that would be. Because like, that's our that's our protagonist. He's just he's just Russell playing the Batman game, being like, "What the what in God's name is going on?" In this that, that's city? Philip. That's Philip Christian. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's, okay. that's our protagonist. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we're just we're just starting with that premise, and you know, it's it's set up like that, uh, not to really have like a, uh, I guess like a, uh, you know, going like you know the boys or maybe even the watchmen or something like that it's it's really to like set this whole world up and show you just how ridiculous like how much uh you know disbelief you have to suspend to actually like get into it right you know right it's not going to like the ugly underbelly of superheroes and they're all jerks or something it's like the regular superhero world right. and what it would be like to be a normal person in that yeah. world. You're not Peter Parker. You're just that guy from the bank who got gas bombed yesterday. 
Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that because as I'm, as I'm reading the book, it, the, the take that you guys have on it, it almost reminded me of like the beginning of Office Space where he's like kind of stuck in that stupid traffic and the guy's walking down the street and he's like, and the guy's walking fast and he's driving. So yeah. your protagonist is sitting inside this car and there's a traffic jam. Why is there a traffic jam? Well, there's a big fight between two, you know, a villain and a superhero happening up ahead that's caused this traffic and now he's going to be late for work. So yeah. yeah, it's interesting, man. That, that's really cool. I'm, that's a really cool take on, on the superhero genre. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of pulling in those aspects of that movie if you've ever seen it. Uh, mm -hmm. Falling down with Michael Douglas. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Another you know, one. and just mm -hmm. just showing like how you know you you ramp it up and just start getting more crazy and more crazy, and, and you're showing this like, hey, you know, how, how are people going to be able to pay rent? Uh, mm. what, what's your insurance going to look on your car after the third time you have to like, you know, turn it in. Right. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, car repairs. Well, if the Hulk is that's smashing your car every week, that's, that's, that's going to be a hell of a deductible. <laughs> that's interesting, dude. So now is this, is this like an ongoing series or what, what are you guys thinking for the, for the, for the story itself? Because Tales of Nihilism is like, it's almost basically like our own uh, studio essentially, because we also release Tales of Nihilism funnies and short stories. Right. We've already done, sort of a compilation short story one and the prehistory story which features you know just the the life and times of a caveman you know so the ballad of philip kirshner is our current main narrative and we're going to be following that until uh we, we're going to have uh, eight issues for the first run and then when it's going to keep going from there as long as russell keeps having ideas pretty much <laughs> but uh, we're gonna um i'm gonna i'm gonna be the head writer for our next series coming out next year Okay, okay. Can you talk a little bit about that yet or no? Not yet. It's still... I've, I've yeah. put a few things online here and there, but it's just called Furthest from the Stars. It's a it's a, it's a sci-fi epic. For, or not epic, but you know, you follow... What is it like to be the, the villain's minion? And hmm. what that means for your position out in the hostile environment of outer space. Okay, nice. I like how you guys are thinking outside the box, right? Like, it's like... You know, we get the same stories. Like, you know, like you said, it's the boy, you know, the boys are the boys. Then you have, you know, the watchmen with the watchmen and stuff like that. You guys are taking it from regular people, the people who, you know, buildings blow up and they're on the ground and scurrying away. You know, the, the, the background characters that we never know what happened. Like, what happened to those people? How did their lives change? Yeah. You know, because of that one thing that this superhero did um, over here trying to save. Uh, the people of the city. There's always, there are always going to be casualties. And so, you know, that's yeah. interesting that you guys taking that, that take. And, and I think there's always this, uh, there's always this like attraction to, to take these characters and like turn them into heroes or villains, like, you mm. know, turn them into full like supervillains and be like, this is their origin story. You know, Superman like stopped you at the bank and you slipped on some sludge and, you know, <laughs> now you're this toxic, like, you know, yeah. villain or something. But we're, we're coming from that area of like, no, like in everyday people's lives, these kind of like incidents happen. This kind of like trauma happens to people. This kind of like craziness goes on on a normal basis and people don't become their own superheroes and their mm -hmm. own supervillains. Yeah. You know, like they don't rise to those occasions. They just keep going on with the world. And so, you know, we're, we're trying to like pull in those like cultural aspects as well you know, add a little bit of philosophy in here and, you know, a little poetry to it as well. Nice, dude. Yeah, no, that's great. Hey, what's up? Um, wow, we got some Twitch uh, watchers here. Nah, this looks great. Uh, for those who just started watching, we are talking to the creators and the creative team behind Tales of Nihilism. Uh, we're here with Stephen Russell and Joseph Miles Pittman. Dude, yeah, no, this, this looks great, man. This looks great. You guys are on Global Comics um, right now, globalcomics.com. Where else can they get the book? Uh, right now, that that's our uh, sole platform. But talking about Plastic City Comic Con, that's going to be our uh, unveiling of the first physical issue. We've, awesome. We finally, you know, we went to Comics Wellspring and we we did our publishing, got our proof, and proved that got our twenty five, you know, copies of it and. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's see if we can dip let's our toe see. in the water. <laughs> Good for you. So you guys are going to be at Plastic City, August 19th, right? Yes, yeah, the yep. one-day show. Mm -hmm. Awesome, dude. Yeah, that's exciting, man. So you guys you guys have your books ready to rock. Now, I know that on, online it was a, it's, you guys, it was black and white. That hasn't changed. It's still a black and white book. 
the right, printed right versions, now. we did get a colorist for the prints, you know, and they're oh. absolutely gorgeous too. So if you want the first color versions of Tales of Nihilism, come on over to Massachusetts, Fitchburg. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Holy cow. All right. So you guys are really, you're doing it big, man. You're doing it big. You're going, you're going in. All right. How many pages is the comic? I know that online is 28. Is that, is that the count on the uh, physical? Yeah, we go for a standard. Like our stories are twenty two, and then we got like a couple, of, a couple ad pages, a couple of joke pages in there, and like yeah. they never, they never ruin the story. Don't worry about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't, we don't break our own stuff for some advertisers. <laughs> yeah, they kind of fit in. I noticed that you guys kind of fitted into like the narrative a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As you guys, mm-hmm. as you guys post that stuff up, that that's also very interesting how, how you guys have managed to do that. I, lo- I love the the world you guys are building, man. You guys you guys are building a, a great world here. Are you going to introduce more characters into this? Like Philip, I know he's got you know, he's got the girlfriend and stuff like that. He's got you know, but are you are you incorporating any other Phillips, so to speak, into the world? We, we are going to expand shortly with another short story. Stephen, you want to talk a little bit about Steel Stalwart at all? Yeah, that that's actually the uh, after the convention. We're we're taking a break. Uh, you know, this month for, from our releases and that was supposed to be our next short story release. And uh, so, but it'll be in uh, September. And so that, again, it's, it's another one of those, like I'm just puttering around on Facebook, reading stuff. And somebody was like, Hey, like you should tell a story. Somebody should draw a story or tell something about uh, Superman. But if Superman was being targeted by the CIA, but not, not because he's Superman, but because he's a really good reporter and he keeps like uncovering government secrets. And, so, <laughs> and then they can't understand like, why can't we assassinate this reporter? How does he keep surviving? <laughs> How does he keep getting away? And I was like, that that's right in this vein, this alley that yes. you know, we're, we're moving in. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome, awesome. The ideas don't stop. They don't yeah. stop. You guys are doing your thing. So you guys are going to be at Plastic City Comic Con this year. That's August 19th. It's a one-day show. You guys want to check them out. You guys have to go check out uh, the book. You guys are going to have prints. I mean, you guys are going to have – it's a limited print run. So, you know, hopefully you guys sell out. You know what I mean? Hopefully you guys come home empty. And then now let me ask you a question. If you do sell out, are you reprinting? Are you doing another print run? Or are you kind of like, hey, that's, that's all we're doing right now? Uh, right now is kind of like a test test run, see what we're doing. You know, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, the, the, the product that we have maybe can like attract some, you know, uh, better known like publishers and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know, and talk to them. Cause we, we didn't just get this product, you know, uh, draw it and send it to the publisher. Like we, we solicited advertisements. Uh, you know, I reached out to the veteran community. I got, mm-hmm. you know, some small business, to support us and do stuff like that. So I'm trying to show that, Hey, like we've got like, you know, some serious uh, marketing and business chops as well going with this. And maybe, you know, that, that kind of puts a little bait on the hook, like, Hey, you know, yeah, no, good idea. man. that's smart. That's smart. We get, we, you know, we can't forget that it's it's still a business. You know what I mean? We're creators and and we love to do this, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's still a business. If you want to sell your comics. You always were talking about winning earlier, you know, it's like, we want to take tails as far as it can go, you know, so we got to make sure we're doing what we're doing and doing it smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And it takes steps, steps, but this is a big step for you guys. And and I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy you guys are doing this. You know, not, not too many people take that, that plunge into printing and, and getting it out that you guys colored it it's all colored so it's you know you guys are doing your thing man thank you so much for for sharing that with us but so plastic city comic-con then you're taking a break you're coming out with a, with another book uh, do you guys have a website or how, how do people get in contact with you as far as like if they wanted to maybe find out more about we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Of course, Global Comics is our primary source of the book. You know, we we, we respond to any comments you people want. You know, we love yeah. to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and we uh, we even have a a, a Gmail as well. T- Tales of Nihilism Gmail. Uh, you know, we put up on the the Facebook and all the socials. It's like, hey, you know, if you guys anybody out there wants to advertise with us and mm-hmm. you know through us, we we always keep you know uh, like a page in the back. To, for our supporters and all that kind of stuff and you know we we have some uh good donators and you know it's it's all that like when you build something that uh people see as special it's like hey you know you work and try to build a community around that yeah 
Yeah, no, good stuff, man. Good stuff. But thank you so much, guys, for coming yeah, on. Good. We really appreciate you guys. No and, problem. Uh, this could be any. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to try to make that trip out there for the day. So hopefully I'll run into you guys. Do you guys know what yeah. you, any booth tables or anything like that? Do you guys have any, any, any like table numbers? Do you know where you're going to be located yet? Or I, don't think he's uh, I don't know the, the table number. I do yeah. know it's on the second floor. Okay. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, vendors out. They've been running that uh, con, I think, yeah. for five or six years. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they had to take off uh, for COVID. Mm -hmm. But it, it truly is in that vein of what they were talking about. They wanted, you know, uh, independent artists, creators. They didn't want all these, like, cosplayers and merchandisers to come in. And, you know, you have to spend all the money for the autographs and right. the, the toys. And right. then nothing goes to the artist, you know. Yeah. By yeah. the time they you reach, gotta, you get a straight line to us. So find that elevator, get to that second floor. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not for sure. Yeah, no, no. Keith, Keith is a good guy, man. He and he's an indie creator as well, so he knows the struggle, so he understands what yeah. what we need to do. So, but thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll run into you guys. Uh, Heck yeah. out there. If you if you show up, you buy a comic. Uh, I'll definitely you. give you a signed copy, man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. And I'll make sure to blow on it so it doesn't smear. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yes. I don't want that happening. Uh, thanks, guys. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. All right. Uh, that was the fellas. That was a squad. Dudes, man. Good dudes. They, yeah. they, they have a plan. I like it. I like the plan. I like I like the concept behind the book. You know what I mean? Here, you know, another two creators doing doing the thing, man. What did, what, thing. what 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 did uh, Hannibal Smith always say? Hannibal Smith. Oh yeah, what did Hannibal Smith always say? I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and these guys are doing it, man. Like you know, you know how hard it is to find somebody that you can work with that way, and 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 you know what I mean, and, and stay together and do do as Word. much as, they, as they're doing. I mean, think far. about if you think about before. The A T. There you go. The A T. Dun 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 dun. They say you got it. You know it. Um, man, before we met, I worked with probably I worked with like maybe fifteen different people, bro. Like Menudo, bro. You were yo. I you know I was Ricky Martin. I couldn't find the right group. I said, upside, inside out, living la vida loca. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, they, got, they got a good documentary on, on them, uh, linking them to the to the Menendez brothers. You ever seen that? On uh, I think it's on No. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. That's kid. crazy. Yeah, check them out. Check them true, out. Yeah, true story. In high school, my sister was a big Menudo fan. So she, you know, and back in those days, buttons were the big thing. Yeah, yeah. All of their, their, their select. So my sister had all these Menudo buttons, and it was the craze. The girls all loved it. So I used to snatch my sister's from her room, and I used to give it to the girls to get dates. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I got a button. Can I get a kiss? <laughs> wow. Your sister must have been like, yo, where are my buttons? Oh, man. It was over. It's, it's same thing with new man. kids in the block, man. I used to take her new kids in the block swag, and I used to give it to the girls. <laughs> my sister would always go to the concerts, and uh, so she would come home with all this stuff. I was like, thank you. I'll take that. I'll take that. Wow. <laughs> and I said, this was for, this was for Brittany. This is for yeah. Monique. This is I met Donnie Wahlberg in, in Did you? Like, like little yeah, like little Italy, Italy in the Bronx. Really? Nice guy, dude. He's 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 sitting, he's buying some like cold cuts, right, at the deli. And I'm sitting there with an old older gentleman I used to work with, and his daughter's like was like 30 something, like the age that maybe like in the forties or whatever. Right. So he looks and he's like, Yo, is that is that the guy from that boy band from the like nineties? And I'm like, I look over, I'm like, oh shoot, that's that's Donnie Wahlberg. He's like, Yeah, let's go talk to him. So he goes up to the Italian dude. He goes up to talk to him. He's like, hey, Donnie. And Donnie turns around. He's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, Mike you mean Donnie Warburg or Mark Warburg? No, no, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Donnie, Donnie. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he goes, my daughter's a big fan. And he's like, oh, yeah? Let's give her a call. You got, you got, you got, you guys, can she FaceTime? So she calls her up and this girl picks up the phone. Her dad picks. He's like, hey, I, I, I got somebody that wants to meet you. He, she turns the phone to him. This girl went crazy, bro. I think she fainted on the phone for like five minutes. She was like, she was like, what? And Donnie was just talking to her, like, hey, how come I didn't see you at the last concert? Like, he was just, like, straight up, like, flirting with her. Like, You almost. see, if it would have been me, I would have grabbed the phone. I was like, listen up, everybody, if you want to take wow. a chance. Wow. Wow. <laughs> just get on the floor and do the new kids dance. Yo, start, start dancing, bro. Get up and dance. Like, oh, 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 o
terrible. <laughs> That's what I would have done. I was like, come on, Donnie, step up your game. He, said he met Mark Wahlberg in the elevator. That's dope. Yeah, he was the coolest dude, bro. He just got on the phone. He's like, let me talk to your daughter real quick. She loved it. She was like, what the hell? Yeah, but those guys are funny, man. Yeah, I know. They... Uh, Donnie Warburg and the boys. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that was the, I mean, that was they were the, I mean, that was the craze in high school, bro. Oh, yeah. It was like, man, it was it was Menudo, it was Donnie Warburg. There was what's his name, um, what's his name, Rico Suave. What was that Gerardo, guy, Gerardo? Gerardo yeah, Gerardo. yeah. Then, then he came out of nowhere. The it was Ecuador. like, yeah, and then it was soap operas. Back then, everybody was like, it was like freaking all my children and general hospital and frisco and tina so you had to get up on the the the, the soap operas to get at the table where the girls are all talking about their favorite characters so then when i was able to talk about soap operas i was in <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. you know you did that just because you liked it that's right that's right yo it's about that time to break forth the rhythm of the rhyme <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Marky Mark and the Funky don't, Punch. Don't start the jukebox. Oh, hell no. We ain't, got, we ain't got time for that. Yo, we got a show next week or what? <laughs> we got, yeah, we got a show next week. That was sad. We I'm got a ball. show next week. Yeah, I think it's karaoke night next week. Let me see. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> what song, son? Let's see. Who do we got? Who do we got next week? Let me see. Oh, Come yo, what, while you look for that, did you find it? Yeah, scheduled events. So let's see. Next week. Um, we have Samuel. Oh, look at that. Another Samuel. Oh, Samuel Willis. What are you talking about, Willis? Talk about yeah, Willis. So Samuel Willis is did not provide any information of why he's coming on the show or anything. I have no links, I have no reference, nothing. Yo, Samuel, you watching this? What's yeah, up with that? Out. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Come on. I don't even know who you is. We well, got listen. some unknown coming on the show. I don't know who he is. Well, listen, while Sammy goes on his rants, <laughs> I just want to remind everyone. So, Plastic Cities are uh, August 19th, August 24th, and 25th. Big shout out to Mr. Hades, who's uh, having a uh, virtual Comic Con on the 24th and 25th. He actually, he actually wanted you to do like a little section called Samsung. Oh, Remember really? that? Where oh, you, that's right. Yeah, where you would sing like a bit of a song and people would have to guess what the song was. That's but right. It, it never happened, but I think that would have been a lot of fun. But if you My guys, <laughs> if you guys, I mean, you're busy, dog. Yeah, yeah. But if you, um, if, yeah, if you guys uh, check out ASAP Imagination's uh, YouTube channel, and on uh, August 24th and 25th, they're going to be doing some fun stuff. Yeah, man. Here. And don't forget, man, if you haven't done so already, sign up for the launch of my Kickstarter, book number six. Book number six, that's a milestone for an independent, bro. I'm just saying, support the, the underdog, right? Winning is everything. So, yo, the link is in the chat. Sign up for issue number six if there's anything in my toilet. Be there or be square. It's going to be fun. Duty is taking it to a whole nother level. Um, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. And, uh, and if you're in Texas, man, come down and, and meet me uh, this Saturday. This Saturday, damn! I'm gonna be at the Denton Comic Art Exposition, um, Saturday, the and then August, bro, Jesus, yeah, and then the week after, I will be at the Collected Comic, uh, Collected Comics and Games, a new store opening as part of a chain. I think it's their fourth store in the mall. I'll be there with Ben Dunn and Paul Gomez, and and Keel and a whole bunch of other people. It's gonna be so dope. Um, it still can happen in the future, Sam. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm down. I'm D. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so come down there, check it out. Um, and again, if you haven't done so already, you still have time to enter the art contest. It um, extended to the 15th. Uh, deadline is the 15th. We already got four submissions um, in and uh, I'll show you those submissions and give the, 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 the creators a shout out one more time. Um, I just updated this. So we got four submissions from D. Wayne Doherty, Dan Barlow, um, Jason Sooks and Arena. So Dan Barlow submitted two, uh, Cowboy Duty and uh, Enter the Dragon. D Wayne entered, submitted two. Um, Jason submitted one and so did Arena. So uh, you still have time to enter the contest. Go to dutiesworld.com, follow the link, enter the contest. Remember, it's $100 plus four 30 second commercials on Cast the Craze podcast on four different episodes. Your commercial, you create, you send it to us, whether it's video or audio, and we'll play it on the show. And you get a one-hour uninterrupted interview, just you and your plight and your journey. Um, and uh, then you get featured into issue number six, your, your mugshot, 
your bio and your art featured in issue number six and on the website on duties.com. So it's a whole this stuff backed into one and everybody who enters will be interviewed on cast the craze podcast. So we'll schedule you all for interviews. Um, and you also will be, your art will also be in issue six. Um, you won't have a featured page, but you'll also be featured there with your name and your social media contacts and also be featured on duties.com. So you'll get some promo, but you won't win the big, the big cash prize. Um, so yeah, it's fun. It's just fun. I hope that you guys enter. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. It's exciting. Um, yeah, and, and if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel, hit that like button, share it with a friend. When we grow, the independent community grows. And that's why we do it. You know, we're the longest run the independent comic book podcast show on the planet. And uh, and I stand by that 100 percent And uh Cassie Craze founded 2005. Man, we old. So <laughs> In a, minute, in a minute six in minutes minute. dougie fresh you're on <laughs> oh it's been, it's been a while yeah that's sure. right that's right yeah, don't man. forget to check out anyoneworld.com and pick up your digital copy of russ 5377 number one or you can go to my website getjameds.com you can get it there as well uh but yeah check that out issues one and two are out right now issue three comes out this month so get caught up on the action yeah man. yeah but uh, yeah, that's all I got for tonight, though. Yeah, so I mean, everybody in the chat, thank you so much. You know, Ryan Medina, Stephen Russell, um, um, uh, Paul, uh, Aurelis, Dan Price, um, Valdez, by the way, and Diggs, by the way, I guess BTW, Lupons, Johnny, Anibal Arroyo. I mean, everybody, I hope I didn't miss anybody, but thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Thank Luke. you, Lou. Yes. You. You're the best. So care. with that said, what Paul says about you. <laughs> what Paul says about you. I don't know, man. That's, a, that, that's a flying chancleta. Right? <laughs> 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 with that, I'm Sam, the crazy man, Vera. George, the dreamer, Medina. And Peace. we are out. If I can find the clip. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Peace out, baby. No, I was talking about my friend Aquisa. Oh. Say my name, say my name. Oh. <laughs> this is what you were thinking? Oh, my. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>